a dark, liquid smudge, the colour of blackberry juice. Chris brought the material to his nose and breathed in a sickly mixture of iron and copper. Blood. The sleeping bag fell from his fingers. He turned, stumbling over Becky, feeling his way along the walls to the outside, his mind buzzing with chaotic panic as he sprinted back to the house. He threw open the doors, calling out his daughter's name. Nia? Nia? She was not in her sister's room. Not in the bathroom, kitchen, living room. His frenzied search woke up the other children, and they watched with bleary owl eyes as he yielded to blind panic. He ignored their frightened pleas for explanation, running from room to room, checking behind sofas and in cupboards. Nia was not in the house. Sarah appeared on the stairs, but Chris was already heading for the door. He ran back out into the yard, heedless of his wife's calling, hurtling around the outbuildings, opening doors, stepping up on the four-bar fences that ringed the fields to call her name, all the while seeing Becky's unfocused pupils and hearing that awful giggle in her voice. Nia! Nia! No answer, but for the cawing of the rooks his yells disturbed. He turned and ran back towards the house, the freezing air searing his chest. Sarah stood outside the front door, arms clutching her dressing gown about her. She grabbed at him. Chris, speak to me. He could hardly breathe. There was no hope for words yet. Her nails dug into his arm. Chris, you're frightening me. What's wrong? He sucked in air and looked into his wife's face, his legs trembling beneath him. Nia's not in the stables. Sarah frowned. A half-smile began and then dissolved as his desperate fear ignited her own. And something's wrong. With Becky. He threw out the words in a broken whisper. Sarah moaned and ran towards the stables. He let her go and staggered to the front door until the noise of his other children crying reached him. He ushered them into the lounge, frightened and confused, plying them with false assurances. He hurried to the kitchen, picked up the phone and dialed 999 recalling the stark, pathetic images of desperate, sleepless parents in the glare of TV lights, begging for help in finding a lost child. A voice answered the phone, efficient and practical, asking him which service he required. Chris's mind faltered, unable to respond to the simple question, wondering for a fleeting moment if he was overreacting. He stared at the kitchen door. Nia was going to walk back into the house at any moment, wasn't she? hugging a dressing gown around herself, fragile on those long, coltish legs, wondering what all the fuss was about. Her eyes, so like her mother's, round and troubled from having caused her father the worry, spouting some improbable explanation so he could end this miserable call with an apology. Is it the police you require? The question burned away his hope. I... Sir, how can I help you? He tried twice and failed the words freezing in his larynx until, somehow, he managed to vomit them out. Hearing them was like having his heart squeezed in an iron vice. Ambulance and police. Something's happened. I don't know what. But my little girl. There's blood. A sob choked off the sentence. He took a deep, tremulous breath and finished. It's my daughter. She's missing. <laughs>